push our roots underground, we need to take in some nutrients before we can sprout up and blossom and be productive and show our creativity. when I started this podcast to be able to stick to a schedule. I really wanted to be posting weekly, but I quickly realized that I don't want to be pressured to put anything out. I know in any sort of content creation, consistency is key with most things. (laughs) We should say consistency is key. However, I'm not really my intention here is not to grow as big as possible. Um, There's only a few people that listen to this and honestly it's kind of just an outlet for me. It's a way to organize my thoughts and share whatever I feel called to share and I don't want to put something out that feels more almost manufactured in a way like because I have to put something out. I want everything that I talk about on here to come from a place of authenticity and genuineness, genuity, I don't know what the word is, and I would far more prefer quality over quantity. So last week I had some notes written out about a podcast episode that I wanted to record, but then I never really felt pulled to sit down and record it because kind of immediately after I wrote those notes, things kind of changed in my mindset. And I'm, I still want to go back to that, but right now I'm just not there. So I kind of put it on pause and that, I, the podcast I was going to record, the topic I was going to talk about was when I was feeling very high in a good way. My energy was good. I was really flowing. Like I had a really good mindset and now I'm not so much. So I don't, again, want to put anything out that's not authentic or that I can't really, like, the topic of that podcast deserves my full good energy and I just don't have that anymore. So I want to record that when I'm feeling good again. And right now, I want to talk about what's going on in my present moment. So in the past week or two, I've had a full-on mentee (laughs) bee. A full-on mental breakdown, if you're not familiar with the term, the TikTok term, mentee bee. I have not cried so much in a very long time. And kind of about nothing. Like, there's nothing significant happening where I can really justify the amount of tears. (laughs) However, I think... My emotions just come from a place of being fed up and frustrated. And that's typically why I get upset is just out of frustration. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you may not know. Um, And I haven't really fully dive, dove into this at all, but I guess I'll get into it right now. So I have 
had chronic pain since I can remember. But it wasn't until like about a month ago that I've decided to acknowledge it. So the pain that I have is kind of, I still don't really know what's going on. So I don't really have a a diagnosis, I guess. But I have a lot of pain. It almost feels like a migraine in my hip flexors and I have some issues with my knees, sharp pains, aches, and I believe that I have some sort of fractured or sprained foot. And then I also have some pain in my lower back as well. They kind of all impact one another. So if one's acting up, they're all acting up. And the past week or so, well, the past month, I've been kind of like fed up with being in pain. So I've really tried to take a new approach, acknowledge that I'm in pain. I've never really acknowledged that I'm in pain because quite honestly, I thought that everyone had the pain and also like my threshold for it is higher since I've always dealt with it. But I'm starting to realize that like other people aren't in pain when they, for example, go for a walk or like after their workout, their whole body is not like aching or when like you stand up. I just like everything hurts all the time, even if I'm laying down, standing, whatever I'm doing, like I'm in a lot of pain after I go for a walk, even if it's like less than a mile, I come back and I'm in a lot of pain. So I've been trying to figure out what the pain is. Um, I've been working with a physical therapist. I've been talking to the trainers at my work and at my gym. I have been on getting doctor's appointments and stuff so I can kind of get like a full comprehensive view and perspective on this so I can start to take care of my body again and Again, since I acknowledged that I was in pain, I was like, damn, like, I think this pain has really impacted me more than I thought. And I also, like, I think I'm more so scared right now that if I'm in pain now and I've been in pain, I'm 22 years old, like, it's only going to get worse from here. And I'm really scared that I'm going to have to start, like, looking at getting surgeries or I'm going to be on the path for needing like hip replacements and stuff and I think I'm probably already qualified for some sort of surgeries and like being mobile and being able to express my energy and like dance and jump around and ride my bike and walk like that's all freedom to be able to do that I don't think we realize is such a blessing and such a gift and I'm so scared that that's going to be taken away from me or I should say that I'm going to kind of take it away from myself because I've been put in this position because of how hard I was on myself. I've been, I've told this before, like on, on one of my earlier podcasts, I kind of walked through my like fitness journey and stuff and I talked about how I have worked out since I was in sixth grade. I used to, in high school, I would go from um, school all day to field hockey practice where we would be like doing sprints and stuff. Um, And then I would 
go home, get changed, and go to Orange Theory, which if you don't know, that's like a high intensity interval training workout class. So I'm like sprinting on the treadmill, um, pushing as hard as I can with speed on like the rower and stuff as well. And I'm also a very competitive person. I'm really competitive just even with myself. So I've always pushed my body to the absolute limits because I thought that that's kind of what I had to do. And then after Orange Theory, I would come home, shower, change, and go back out to dance for an hour of pretty intense dance. And I would do that a couple nights a week. Um, That was pretty frequent. And I was always doing... I was pushing my body and unfortunately I think the drive and the drive to push my body was just from a place of like hating my body you know wanting to change it and knowing that the more calories I burned the smaller I would become and again that kind of ties into what we've talked about before that the smaller I am the more valuable I am so I think I've I fully understand that like it's a obviously in order to change in order to grow whether that be your body or whatever you have to push past your limits but there is a certain point where I pushed way past my limits to a point where I was hurting myself more than helping significantly and now I'm kind of paying for that I am just like always in pain and I've been lifting not like heavy heavy but obviously heavy for me um and working on more strength training and stuff in the past year but that has also kind of exposed my limitations while doing some exercises I started feeling knee pain I started like my hips would start acting up and it kind of got to a point where like okay like I can't progress anymore in my strength training like I can't even squat like I see people half my size squatting at least double if not more what I can squat and it became really frustrating to me like how come they can do that I literally can't even do that because of the limitations of my body like just simply squatting is so painful to me so again um, I'm kind of going in circles here but I'm at the point where I can't progress anymore because I'm just hurting myself more and more And that's really, really frustrating to me, especially because it's so ingrained in my head that if I'm not exercising and constantly pushing myself, then like I'm, I guess it's more of a fear. It comes from a place of fear of if I'm not doing those things, then I'm going to slip back into gaining weight again. So although I, I do exercise because it feels good and because it helps me put my extra energy somewhere and I got a lot of energy. I think I also do it because, first of all, it's habit, but also in fear that if I stop, then I'm going to gain weight. So I'm very frustrated with my body. However, it was kind of my doing anyways. And I think now I'm being called to take this time to rest and reset and heal and kind of restart with a new mindset. I'm, I literally have tears in my eyes right now because 
it's so frustrating to like I literally can't even walk I can't go up the stairs I can't like walk from my bed to the bathroom without being in pain and again I don't think it's different pain than I've ever experienced before I think I'm just finally acknowledging it and paying attention to it and it's just kind of like upsetting you know so I think I'm kind of going to my new goals I'm going to write down my new goals because I'm no longer as concerned with what my body looks like because at that at this point like I just want my body to be able to move without pain so I'm far more concerned with strengthening what I need to strengthen in order to be pain-free and rest when I need to rest and make sure that I'm stretching and doing the right things. I mean, it's hard to look at like social media, whether that be like on Instagram or TikTok, and I follow a lot of fitness people and it's hard to look at all these people that are progressing so well in their fitness journeys and their bodies are changing and they have like just started their fitness journey or not just started but within like the past year or two even five years um I've been working out for 11 years now 22 years old and I think just in the past year or so I finally kind of started getting the gist of what I'm actually supposed to be doing um so it's frustrating that like I've put in so much wear and tear on my body already and I like sit and watch all these people that are progressing so well and they're like they're not in pain (laughs) they don't have as many limitations or anything I think I just have to realize it's like you put Brynn you put in so much time and hard work on your body and you you need to rest it now like right now you're this is the time to rest so although I kind of feel pressured and really want to be part of like the whole fitness um I feel like fitness is a trend but that's a good thing the whole fitness wave that's happening right now I want to be a part of it I think that I I can't be right now And that's also, like, a frustrating realization because fitness was something I was really, I really enjoyed and passionate about. I love learning about the body and stuff. And I think it's hard to have to move on from that, at least for now, or at least just put it on pause. I also had an interesting perspective shifting experience this past weekend. I went out um, to one of the bars in my town, as I always do, (laughs) and, um, I was just dancing and having fun, um, I typically don't drink or anything, but I still, I still dance like I'm hella drunk, and I don't know, I was just having a good time, and I look over, and there's this girl probably about my age, in our 20s, right, and she's in a wheelchair, and she's sitting near her friend's, And this is kind of like a bar where you mostly, like, you're standing up, you're walking around, they're like, it's shoulder to shoulder packed in when it gets busy. And I was just sitting there dancing with my friends, and I was like, wow, wow. I am in such a privileged body. 
the simple fact that I get to walk in this place. There's two floors, so there's an upstairs and a downstairs. I don't have to think about handicap accessibility. I don't have to think about not being able to get upstairs or the fact that I won't be able to go upstairs because this place is not handicap accessible. I can walk around. I can dance around. I can jump. I can run. I can walk through the mass amount of people and push my way through the to the bar. My body just gives me so much freedom and opportunity. And although I was standing there and dancing there in pain, I was in a lot of pain. I even like had to go ask around for Advil. Um, even though I was in pain, I was still, I was still able, you know, I was still moving. I was still walking around and it made me realize like, I want to take care of what I have. I have spent years absolutely destroying what I have and attempts to change it. And that's not fair to the people who literally can't even walk. My body gives me so much opportunity and it's not fair that I don't use that opportunity. Instead, I've taken my able body for granted and have pushed it so hard in an attempt to simply just make it smaller to fit into society's standards. I have this nanny. (laughs) I was a nanny child. I'm sure that makes a lot of sense for me, (laughs) but I grew up with a nanny and she was older. She must have already been in her 80s when she started taking care of me and my brother and she obviously she doesn't take care of us (laughs) anymore and I called her one day and I asked her for advice for me for 20-somethings and she said, She said, don't wear your body out too soon. Don't work so much. When you don't have legs, you don't have nothing. That's how she talks. (laughs) When you don't have legs, you don't have nothing. Take good care of your legs. Enjoy it while you have it. Everything is temporary. And she said more, but um, for now, that's kind of the relevant part. And because she can't really walk very well anymore. I mean, she can barely get from her bed to her kitchen so so again it's like I'm 22 she's I think like 96 and I feel like I'm already en route to be where she is at much much quicker and again I don't think we realize sometimes like uh, how much freedom our legs give us To be able to simply get out of your bed and walk to the bathroom and use the bathroom alone, independently, on your own, is something you don't think about. You don't think twice about. But someone who doesn't have able legs, they've lost all of their freedom and independence, let alone being able to jump around and dance around and skip around and ride a bike and walk and run and go on a plane and travel someplace and swim and 
walk to the walk in the grocery store or reach something off of a little bit higher shelf our legs can give us access to freedom and presence and expression of our energy and I don't want to lose that so I'm hoping I'm not too late in kind of reversing the damage that I've done to myself I think this next chapter um, is going to be all about letting go of the belief that I need to be smaller in order to be worth something. It's going to be about letting go of this harsher, more intense, competitive nature I have about myself. It's going to be about softening and listening to my body. I don't know yet, but I think it's going to be more about divine femininity. Um, I've been hearing that word go around a lot recently, and I feel like that that might be something that this next phase is what I'm going to be cultivating in or tuning into. And, of course, I'm naturally afraid of, well, what, what's my body going to do? How is my body going to respond to this slowing down? Because, honestly, my intention right now is to pretty much stop lifting for a while, stop working out. Um, any sort of working out I'm going to be doing is more like rehab work. So I'm really, really, really going to slow down the intensity of my workouts and of course that makes me fearful of like I worked so hard and I put my body through so much to put on muscle um am I gonna lose that how is my body gonna change and reshape through all of this am I gonna gain weight like of course like I get all those little negative um fear-based comments that run through my head but unfortunately like I don't have the freedom anymore to shape my body the way I want to through nutrition and exercise. I kind of took that away from myself, so I have to solely focus on healing and slowing down, and my body will do exactly what it needs to do to support that, or I should say in result of that. Right now, I'm really learning that Beauty is about energy and confidence and no matter what I look like, I am love, I have the ability to be loved, I am loved, and I am worthy of love. I am worthy of affection, I am worthy of friendship, I am worthy of attraction and all of the manifestations that I desire. So whatever, however my body chooses to adapt to this new slower pace is how it will be and I will be accepting of that because I have far more important and interesting things to concern my mind with than 
what the fuck my meat suit looks like. So I'm not sure if I'm going to post this because I don't know if it necessarily provides value to others, um, but it might. So I may post this if, obviously, if you're (laughs) hearing this, then I posted it. But I guess moral of the story for us is be grateful for what you have. If you can walk, if you have independence and freedom in that, you are so privileged and you have so much opportunity. So take a moment to recognize that, be grateful for that, and capitalize on that. You know, take that as an opportunity and do something with it because there are so, so many people that do not have that. They do not have freedom. They don't have independence. They don't have the opportunities that you have simply with just your legs. Another lesson here is to stop forcing things so much. Stop being so freaking stubborn and just listen to your body, listen to your mind. Be where you need to be. Go where you're being called to go. If you are being called right now to have this high energy, productivity, creativity, do that. And if you are being called to rest and rejuvenate and heal and relax and be quiet, do that. We live in a world that is so focused around production and and I guess all I have to say to that is we're literally on a floating rock. How cool is that? We're not really meant to be constantly producing. Sometimes, surprisingly, we we need the rest. We need the quiet. We need the cultivation. We need the time where we are quietly magnetizing and building and creating subconsciously we need to establish our roots underground we need to take in some nutrients before we can sprout up and blossom and be productive and show our creativity we need the quiet work the subconscious work, the healing, the quiet, the peace, the rest, in order to bloom. And then after the bloom, it will cycle again. So I think that's all I have to say for now, but if you've made it this far, I greatly, greatly appreciate you listening, and as I always say, giving me space. I cannot thank you enough. My DMs are always open if you want to chat. And I will talk to you soon, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully on a better note in a more high vibe, energy, flowing conversation. Talk to you soon.